0: Today, I've been chatting with Mavis Khan, uh, who is a wonderful woman. She has spent her life as a counselor and an educator, uh, guiding people to a calmer, more deeply involved life. She focuses on happiness and well being as opposed to focusing on the bad in us. Her work's taken her through a whole range of working with different people, and she wrote The Secret which was a letter to all kids and former kids everywhere. She says, all human experience is an inside-out operation. And she says, the physical sensation of fear is love in disguise. Fear is not the enemy. I really, really hope you enjoy this, especially as Mavis reads the secret out herself in this podcast. Hi, Mavis. Hello. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm really looking forward to, to spending some time with you. Um, and could you just describe who you are, you know what you do, you know paint a picture of you?
1: Well, let's see. Um, I have been working in the field of uh, trying to be of service to people in order to for them and me to have a nicer, calmer, more, deeply involved life. Um, I've been doing it for over 45 years. But about that, about 40 years ago, I learned about, I spent my time teaching, uh, learning really about what's wrong with people. That Uh was what undergraduate and graduate school was about. Let's find out what's wrong with people and we'll give it a name and then that'll help. Well, it did help people understand um, that they had, what, depression, or they had bipolar, or they had this or that. But I, I was never taught what happiness is, what mm-hmm. well-being is. And um, I was missing a certain amount of that myself. So I certainly didn't know how to help anybody else with it. But some 40-some years ago, I heard um, three psychologists from Florida who had spent some time with a man named Sid Banks and I just kind of accidentally went to this workshop because my boss couldn't go so I went and by that time I was so burned out in my job I would have gone anywhere just to have some days off And but what I heard that day was all human experience is an inside out operation it's our thinking and i thought the top of my head was going to come off and i've been at that ever since long 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 story but i've been at that ever since and i am um i'm a mom i've got three cute little kids they're 58 60 and 62. i have um two grandchildren in their 40s and I have a great granddaughter who is a teenager. Mm. Um, I'm an aunt and a cousin and a friend and all of the things everybody else is.
0: And and your career has been as a counselor, as an educator?
1: Mm. Yeah, never worked with businesses and spent some time, quite a bit of time with people in prison. I took my work to Africa a few times work with hospitals and agencies and police departments and wherever anybody has a head, it pretty much works there. So that's what I do.
0: Thank you. I love that. And I love what you've just said about, you know, um, pointing people to a calmer or deeply involved life. And you wrote a, a letter to all kids called The Secret. Now in the in, in the world that I I work in your letter is is really important actually and and really moving and I've given that letter to umpteen young people I can't tell you how many and I print it out and I hand it over as a physical thing and the feedback I get is really moving when somebody takes time to read it slowly and you're going to read it for for us now, sure
1: it's a it's a letter that i uh, I, I did a two year project where I taught what I teach to kids in prison every Sunday I'd go down to a prison about an hour south of my home and spend it teaching kids this and on the last day of my work on that project, um, they had a little party for me, and I wanted to give them something i I just love these kids so much and I wanted to give them something. And so I finally, I just sat down and wrote them a letter. And it just, I, I didn't know what I was going to say. It came from my heart. It took me about 15 minutes. It came from my heart. I, it, it was, I printed it out and gave them each a copy and and then it found its way some way or other into the big boys prison where somebody, somebody wanted to make a poster out of it. And this is the poster.
0: Wow. So it's, it's laminated a big yellow poster. Wow. That's, that looks gorgeous.
1: So that's what you want me to read.
0: I do please.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'm going to put it over here and read it. Dear kids and former kids i have a secret to tell you nobody meant to keep it from you it's just that it's been one of those things that's so obvious that people couldn't see it like looking all over for the key that you have in your hand the secret is that you are already a completely whole perfect person you are not damaged goods you are not incomplete you are not flawed you are not unfinished You do not need remodeling, fixing, polishing, or major rehabilitation. You already have within you everything you need to live a wonderful life. You have common sense, wisdom, genius, creativity, humor, self-esteem. You are pure potential. You are missing nothing. The only thing that can keep you from enjoying all that you already are is a thought. One thought. Your thought, not someone else's thought, your thought. Whatever thought you are thinking at the moment that feels more important to think than feeling grateful and alive, content, joyful, optimistic, loving, and at peace. That's the only thing that's between you and happiness. And guess who's in charge of your thinking? Guess who gets to decide where your attention goes? Guess who gets to write, produce, direct, and star in the moment you're in the middle of? You, just you, not your past, stored thought, not the future, did you ever notice that it never ever shows up? Not your parents, they all think their own thoughts, or your friends, ditto, or school or television or situations or circumstances or anything else, just you. Thinking is an awesome capability. Like any capability, it can be used either as a tool or as a weapon against ourselves and others. And just like any other tool, we can tell whether we're using it for or against ourselves by how it feels. When we think against ourselves or others, we get in trouble. When we don't, we usually stay out of trouble. Feelings exist to warn us away from using our thinking to create trouble in our lives and to guide us back to our natural, healthy ability to live our lives to the fullest. So please remember that your thoughts are not always telling you the truth. When we're in low moods, feeling down, our thoughts are not to be trusted, our IQs drop. When our thoughts pass and we lighten up, thinking is once again creative, positive, our IQs go up. The only way you can feel badly about yourself and your life is if you think badly about them. It's up to you. Every single minute you're alive, it's always up to you. This is the best, most liberating secret I have ever learned, and I want you to know it too. With love, Mavis.
0: I love that. Thank you so much. (laughs) It's actually a real pleasure listening to you read it. I've read it so often. What what kind of reaction did did that letter get from those young people and from the 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 big prison big big boy prison? I don't know. Ah,
1: it's uh you you said earlier that you've spent it all over the place and it's it's the oddest thing. I it was a just a, a little thing I wanted to do for these kids and somehow it got wings. Yeah, it's um. It's all over the place. I didn't have much to do with that. I, I, uh, I know, like you, that people have read it and felt, felt the truth of it. Because really, all it is, is the truth about who we are. It's just the truth. Mm. It's, not, it's not my opinion. It's not um, another theory of things. It's not one way to look at things. It's the truth of who we all are. And it's the truth whether we believe it or not. It's still the truth. And there are not any exceptions to it. It's kind of like gravity. It's the law of nature. If you don't know anything about gravity, you're still subject to it. If you don't believe in it, you're still subject to it. We're subject to it no matter what, and there are no exceptions. A feather is subject to it. So, this, I don't like feel like I own it. I just wrote down the truth to these kids, which they've been learning for two years anyway. And, uh, I just think that's what happens when you just know the truth and you tell the truth; it gets wings.
0: Mm. And when you, when you, um, you know, had this realization 40, 45 years ago, how, how did that impact on your life? You know, as a parent, or you know, what did you see differently in your own world?
1: Well, at first, it drove me crazy. <laughs> At first, I thought, that's too simple. It can't be just her thinking. And and I wasn't, uh, I didn't have the habit of just taking everybody's words for everything. So I tried to poke holes in it. It's like, well, what about uh, being a, a single mom with three kids and not ever having enough money? That's not my thinking. But... I would think about it a while, and I think well does every single mom with three kids that doesn't have any money do they do they all feel the same way about everything all the time? And I couldn't say with any certainty that yes everybody feels the same way all the time. No they don't. Mm. Or well, what about when somebody dies? That's not just me thinking. Well does everybody that has someone close to them die Feel exactly the same way all the time about everything? Mm. No. Mm. So what you're left with is it's got about the gotta be about the meaning we're making of the outside at that moment. So we are always feeling the thinking we're doing about out there or back there. Always. And that, if it isn't already, could turn out to be the best news you've ever had in your life. (laughs) Because if you are spending a certain amount of time trying to get your past to be different, or you're trying to get the future to promise that it'll all turn out the way you want it to, or if you're trying to get everybody else to change so you can feel better, I want to tell you from 82 years of experience, that never works.
0: Yeah.
1: But it's so popular
0: Mm. to
1: try and get the outside or the past or the future to provide you with the feeling that you want to have.
0: Mm.
1: It's always coming from the meaning you're making of the moment.
0: Mm. And when I... Work, you know, I do. uh, I I think you know, I do a lot of work with younger people and with parents, and you know, more most often, young people will say, "Yeah, well, I feel the way I feel. I have, I have no wellness or self esteem or self confidence because of those people at school."
1: Sure, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. Can you talk to that at all?
1: Well, I can I can talk from experience that it looked like that to me for 40 years, that mm. what was going on outside it was responsible for what was going on inside of me. Nope. Mm. Turns out, I just could prove that it was, but it wasn't true.
0: Mm.
1: It wasn't true. It's like Eleanor Roosevelt, the first lady of... The president, when I was born, that's how old I am. Mm. Uh, said something <laughs> like, um, "No one can make you feel bad about yourself without your permission." Mm. So that's really true. Mm. That's really true. You can react out of habit, but mostly it's a, it's a, it's a contract that we signed that we didn't know we signed, and the contract reads. I promise to let the outside decide how I feel on the inside. And I'm not going to feel good until the outside is the way I want it to be. Mm. So, ergo, if somebody is being mean to me or doesn't like me or is being hateful, I can't feel good until they change their mind. Really? Mm. Want to wait that long? Mm. But we didn't know we signed that contract. And we've signed all kinds of things like that. Like, mm. I can't feel successful until I have $10 million in the bank.
0: Mm.
1: Okay, good luck with that.
0: Mm.
1: But maybe you get the $10 million and you still don't feel the way you want to feel. Now what? Mm. Must be about more money. Right? Mm. So we have all these little under-the-radar thought contracts we signed. I can't be happy unless, and it has everything to do with what's out there, and that cannot work.
0: Mm. And, and a misunderstanding of other people's experiences, because we're all, this works the same way for all of us, right? Yeah. So uh, let's keep it with younger people, and let's take somebody who's behaving as a, a really bully Manner, you know, really yeah. bullying behavior. I, I don't believe somebody is a bully naturally. Nah. Yeah.
1: Nah. You know, when we were when we come into the world, we're we're not laying in there cri- in our little cribs thinking, "Boy, I can hardly wait till I can meet another baby and I can punch him," <laughs> or. Um, what's the matter with my parents? I don't think they're gonna be able to give me enough money. Or, oh my God, I'm bald. This is not good, I'm ugly. The kid across the street's got all this gray hair, look at me, I'm ugly. That's not going on. We have to learn that, that um, we have to get taught that we can't feel good about ourselves until we make somebody else feel worse. We can't feel good about ourselves until we feel superior to others. Really? It's just people that bully don't know who they are. They don't know when to trust their thinking and when not to. And people that feel, feel horrible, about what other people think about them, the same is true of them. They don't know about their thinking. They don't know that they can notice how they feel and it tells them everything about the meaning they're making of the moment. My heroes in my life have always been people that in the middle of awfulness, they stayed calm. Mm. Didn't take people personally. Mm. They they came from love, no matter what. And I used to wonder, how could they do that? How could they do that? What's up with them? What do they know that I don't know? Or are they made of something that I'm not made of? No, they're not. They just know who they and everyone else really is, as explained in the secret. They know that, even if they may not explain it that way.
0: Mm.
1: One of my heroes recently died. His name was Archbishop Desmond Tutu, Mm. who was the bravest, most loving, Person I ever saw. He was about this tall. And he was powerful. Yeah. And he would be the first to say, he's made of the same divine engineering that the rest of us are made of.
0: And so you're talking about um, seeing through other people's behavior
1: yeah seeing
0: beyond it
1: that's the best they know there isn't anybody that isn't doing the best they know given what they see as possible
0: Mm.
1: and that helps Uh, me understand everybody it doesn't mean I like their behavior doesn't mean that but it does mean I know they don't know what's possible for them They don't know any better than what they're doing yet but they could know it.
0: Yeah, it reminds me of um, a quote that Sydney banks said you know that you only, you can only give away what you have. so if you only have ten dollars in your pocket, that's all you can give. So mm-hmm. if you're if you're in a space where you feel so constricted or in, in so much mental, Paying yourself that your behavior is so poor towards another person. That's all you've got. And we're not saying that's right. We're not condoning it.
1: Well, we are saying that the behavior isn't right. Yeah. That what they're doing isn't right. But we're not our behavior. We're a way bigger deal than that. And, you know, to be clear here, it doesn't mean that I don't have reactive thoughts still. I do. I do. But I know what they are. I know that an old reactive thought just came into my head. I can feel it. It feels sour and tight. And that feeling is on my side. It's letting me know the quality of the experience I'm creating right now. That is the most amazing app. It's just, it's just, It's just astonishing that we are made so well, that there's a guidance system for every second we're alive. That's letting us know the quality of the experience we are creating this moment. All emotion is meant to guide us away from harming ourselves and others and back home to who we really are, as described in the secret.
0: Absolutely. And and what you just said, you know, seeing that that the they are not their behavior speaks so so truly to parents who can often feel so upset or anxious or concerned worried about their children's behavior and fearful oh, wow. of what they're going to become or fearful of whatever
1: you know I I am a dog with a bone about learning how to listen. I spend a lot of time um, teaching people how to really listen to one another. And to all the parents out there, you have children that I guarantee you would like to be listened to more than they'd like anything. Even if they don't know it, listening to someone until you can feel what's in their heart is the greatest gift you can give to anybody, including yourself. And there's a way to learn to do that. There's some videos I've done on that, I would say out there somewhere in uh, YouTube or something. It's like, it's, it's the simplest thing in the world deep listening isn't about what you do it's about what you quit doing mm-hmm. that you when you're listening to someone you quit listening to all the reactivity and the is that right or wrong or all of the all your mental activity about what they're saying and taking a stance saying, i'm gonna listen to this person and not till i can feel what they're trying to get across to me, that I can feel what's in their heart. I'm not going to pay any attention to all those thoughts that come into my head that have nothing to do with it.
0: Mm.
1: And that's, that also works on being able to listen to yourself. So there's absolutely no downside to really deeply listening. And if I, if I were a parent listening to this right now, First thing I do is find out how to listen. It'll change and lift every interaction you have for the rest of your life.
0: Yeah. And it's a skill or an ability that we already have.
1: That's right. We just didn't know it.
0: Mm. Mm. And it's like um, an example, you know, might be if. If a child is playing out an angry rage, you know, rage, then a deeper sense of listening might actually hear fear or might hear something else. The harder
1: you get, the more helpful you'll be.
0: Mm.
1: It's exactly the opposite of what we usually do. We try to make more noise than they are so we drowned them out, they'll win every time.
0: (laughs) Well, as parents, we naturally often feel responsible for our child's emotional state, don't we? And we want to fix them. You know, being a parent is often the ultimate solutions-based fixer.
1: Well, out of habit, I guess it is. Yeah. It doesn't have to be that way.
0: No, because you're pointing to something completely different to that from a place of deeper listening. Mm. It's, uh you know, kids Kids don't listen
1: much to what we say, but they sure watch how we're being. And I wish I would have known that in my first 40 years. I would have saved myself about 100,000 sermons. <laughs> I'd like to have that time back. But... <laughs> <laughs> but that was the best I knew. And it right. was all innocent. It was all from um, being afraid I wouldn't do n- enough or keep them safe or whatever. I I had no idea the power of just being myself and coming from calm and common sense and love.
0: Yeah.
1: That's not passive. That's powerful.
0: And they watch that too. You know, as parents, we're like a lighthouse, right? That light is shining and and the children see that love.
1: They feel uh, it. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. I think in, in the show nights, I'm going to do a link to The Secret, which is actually as a blog on my website. So because I think as people listen to you talking now, I think it might be really nice for them to be able to go and and read read the letter again. Um which would be wonderful. But if you if you had, you know, you've just said oh I wish I knew that, you know, 40 years ago, but if you had a message to parents out there, have you got any ideas what that might be?
1: I mean other than what we just did? Yeah. Or
0: summarize it. (laughs) It's
1: like, like, don't be afraid. Hmm. The, The sensation, the emotion, the physical sensation of fear is on your side. It is love in disguise. It is there to let you know that you are misusing the gift of thought, you are terrorizing yourself about possible disastrous outcomes. And it that habit keeps you from experiencing the right next step. Wisdom. Common sense. Aha. Mm. It's, fear is not the enemy. It's um, the equivalent of how it feels to touch a hot stove. Isn't it fortunate that that hurts so much you can't leave your hand there? Mm. Fear, isn't it fortunate that is so sharp that you can tell immediately that you're terrorizing yourself with your own thinking? And that is optional. Well, I didn't know that for a long time.
0: Mm.
1: But I do now. Mm. And now is all you can do anything about. So, you know, I've got a lot more past than probably most of the people that are listening here. I can't do anything about any of it. And that is such a relief. So what I'm left with is now. How do you want to feel now? Peaceful, thank you. And we'll see what comes next. It's like, I have no idea how the next five minutes is going to turn out. Nobody does. I don't need to know. Now is enough.
0: And that's what the secret speaks to is now. But right now, I'm okay. You're okay. In this very moment, we're okay.
1: And you always were. You just didn't know it. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah.
1: And it's not your fault you didn't know it.
0: Yeah. There's such a deep sense of calm listening to you. Uh, it's that's, lovely. I could talk to you for you. hours. That's you. Mm.
1: I can't make anybody calm. No. But when people are around calm, they can't, they tend to... Feel it and then they call. Mm.
0: Mm.
1: I always get credit for people feeling better. But then does that mean I get blamed if they don't? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think so.
0: No. Well, Mavis, it's such a joy talking to you. Um, now, if people wanted to listen to you further, or or understand, uh, or, or or watch the the YouTube clips that you've got um, with about deep listening, then they can go onto YouTube. And I know from googling googling you myself that a whole load of podcasts comes up, so people can listen to you on many other podcasts and hear more of what you have to say. And if anybody wanted to connect with you, you've actually given me um, an email to do that. Shall I just read that out? Sure. Yeah. So connect with Mavis Khan at gmail.com. And that will be in the show notes too. So people don't have to write that down.
1: The way you feel at any time is up to you. Mm. It's not up to me.
0: Mm.
1: If it was up to me man I would just I would make everybody happier in the clan. <laughs> but I my job is to to show you you're in charge of your own well-being mm-hmm. and it's simpler than you think. It's not about what you do. It's not mm-hmm. about techniques and strategies and do 110 things before breakfast and then you'll be okay. It's mm-hmm. it's about sh- 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 Calm down, relax, unclench. Mm. And there you are.
0: Beautiful. Thank you, Mavis. Thanks for coming on Precarious Parenting.
1: You're welcome. You take care.
0: You've been listening to Precarious Parenting by Realization Works. Subscribe to realizationworks.com to access more resources including monthly blogs written to be shared with younger people.